Everyone has their own unique views and needs when it comes to financial success. If you'd like to leave your financial woes behind and live a life of financial freedom, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton. The show will help you with the ins and outs of money. We talk about financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars and keeping you up at night. We talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, 401ks, risk management, retirement, and everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. Now, here is your host of Saving with Steve, Steve Sexton. Hello, welcome to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money, pretty much everything under the sun that relates to you having a happier, healthier relationship with money. My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to Thank you, first of all, for sharing with you with your friends and family. We have over 600,000 listeners here in the States, and we just got over 60,000 uh, expanding that worldwide. So we're very, very thankful for you all today. We have a wonderful show. But first, I'd like to talk about the top retirement trends. For This is really important because we had a crazy year with politics. We have economics that's going nuts because we saw a transition to a shutdown industry or market segments to the segments that are providing the picks and shovels for the market. And that has effect on multiple different levels. Uh, and it, it's interesting because what we saw here is the 9.5% drop in the market back in March and people pivoted their investments to those of companies like Amazon, uh, Google. Uh, we saw the online stores. We saw anybody like Costco, Walmart, they're providing the picks and shovels for people to live during this pandemic. Uh, we all saw them thrive well as retail travel uh, and so on. Anything uh, entertainment just went to a standstill and Regardless, you know, we have these surges and these surges go up and down. They're all causing issues with these industries. And, you know, quite frankly, if we have more than a couple more shutdowns, we might be seeing uh, a goodbye to portions of retail. We might be saying goodbye to a lot of restaurants and small businesses because they won't be able to survive if people are on out, uh, out, out patronizing, uh, patronizing them. Um, next, you know, what you look at what's been happening with large organizations over the uh, last uh, year where they decided, hey, you know what, in order to better function in this COVID, pre-COVID, post-COVID environment, we need to cut a layer of management. Uh, a lot of times at mid and upper level management are in their mid-50s, early 60s. Hey, they were about to retire three, four, five, six years, and here they are being laid off early. So hopefully they find a new job, or if they don't, they're going to have to start making plans now and figuring out how are we going to go about retiring based off my current income and so on and so forth. Now, on top of that, we also have people that say, hey, in 2020, I was going to retire, but why should I? What the heck am I going to be able to do? I can't travel anywhere. I can't go out to restaurants. I can't do the things I want to do. So, you know what? I'm going to have to wait until this pandemic you know, gets done. People are comfortable. The vaccine's out the whole shot. Now, with that, we're going to see some trends that are coming here. First trend, they're likely to keep low interest rates for the whole entire year. Now, with that, you're going to see low interest rates when it comes to debt. So if you have a mortgage and you're a percentage point or more, your current mortgage is more than a percentage point or more above the 2.5% 30-year fixed interest rates, it would be a good idea to start looking about, does it make sense for you uh, in, uh, does it make sense to refinance? Now, 
I've had a number of people look at refinancing and they've actually moved forward of it because it makes financial sense on multiple levels. I've had people that have taken equity out of their home to eliminate the car payment and some other debt and still have a lower payment after refinancing, which means they're saving a lot of money on their monthly expenses, which enables them to support retirement if they're getting a, having a better retirement or looking at funding that retirement or funding an emergency fund or funding, uh, I had one client or a couple of clients decide that they're going to private schools and they're using the savings that they have to fund their kids' private school education, which they think that'll be more, more beneficial than the public school. And that's where they're looking to do that. So you can do many things. You could do this with cars. I'm seeing people that are able to, better able to afford a car payment right now because the interest rates are so low. And they're taking that advantage of that. So it would be important to look at it. How can it reduce your monthly income? Uh, I mean, your monthly expenses, not your income, but grow your income because you have less expenses. Secondly, we're looking at interest rates from an investment standpoint. How does it help your retirement? Well, it doesn't. Here's why. You know what? Let's be quite frank with you. If you've got an interest rate that's 0.6 to 1% for one year, and you're in a state like California, New York, Illinois, any of those high tax states, you're likely in a 25 or 30% tax bracket. On top of that, you have a 3% inflation rate. Now, if you're in a longer than one year term and you're earning one, you're actually losing money safely because you're eroding your purchasing power and you're paying taxes on the, uh, the money that you're making, which is detrimental to you. Now, don't get me wrong, savings and CDs are the best, one of the best places for safe money that you plan to use within the next year. But when it comes to long-term retirement, it's not going to get you there. And many people are looking at the, the low interest rates there. They're looking at the low interest rates with bonds. They're looking at the increased risk factors due to, you know, interest rate risk, unsystematic, systematic risk, and other risks. And they're saying, hey, we need to make some changes. So some people are looking at, hey, I'm going to take this money that I would want to save and invest it in the market because I can get a better rate of return. Some people are looking at that and say, hey, yeah, you know what? I'm going to use a fixed annuity or a fixed index annuity because it eliminates the bond risks I'm taking on because it's principally protected and whatever the growth is protected. And you can create an income from it, you know what, using in the, you know, four to 7% range, which is better than CDs or what the most of the bond rates are going on, on right now. So they're looking at those things. But before you invest in anything, make sure you're talking to an investment advisor, a financial consultant that can help you with that decision. Make sure you get all the information you need to make a prudent informed decision. Next, we're, uh, we're looking at what will happen with taxes. This is a big trend. A lot of people are concerned about this, but you're not likely to see major tax changes. Why? Well, you barely have one party or another having the majority, you know, you have one party, the Democratic Party has majority in, you know, the House, the Senate, as well as the White House. Great. But that majority is slim. And as such, you're not likely to see massive or crazy tax changes, crazy uh, regulations in the next year. So, you know, the only thing I really see coming on the horizon is an estate tax limit change. It's $11.4 million per person. It's likely to get reduced. And yeah, I can see that happening here in 2021. The next thing is we're seeing a lot of mortality issues here with COVID in 2020. And those will likely continue as part of 2021. Now, the trend here is people are making sure 
their estate planning documents are up to date. That means your will, your trust, your power of turning over your financial and your healthcare directive. These things will, you know what, help you prevent probate where your state or country will say how your money is distributed once you walk out online. That's not so much the big thing. It is if you have people you love and that's your plan. But when it comes to the power of returning of your financial or health, you're designating somebody to make healthcare decisions and financial decisions, pay your taxes on your behalf if you're not able to because you have COVID or some other health related issues. And a lot of people are stepping up and getting the trust because you know what? We're finding people in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s, 60s, all the way up to 100 are passing away from COVID or they're going into a hospital for two or three months and coming out and they need that help. The next thing is people are looking at, hey, what about my insurance policies? You know what? If my husband's 40 and he's the primary breadwinner or half the breadwinner and passes away, how am I going to sustain my family? How, how am I going to self-complete if he's not able to save for retirement? And that's done through life insurance. A lot of people are looking at updating their life insurance, and it makes a lot of sense to talk with somebody to figure out how much you need in order to support your family if, if your husband or wife walks out on life. Next, looking at disability. Now, COVID, the COVID vaccine, is, we've heard about the things that are uh, happening because of COVID how it's caused some people disabilities in reference to breathing and stuff like that if they get COVID. Now, you know what? You might need some disability insurance to make the payments while you're recovering. So it would be important to take a look at that, and that is becoming a trend. One of the retirement trends that we're actually seeing now is there's a bill in, uh, that has been presented by the House of Representatives, and it's a new retirement bill. It's called Secure Act 2.0, but really what it's about is to provide more flexibility with retirement savings accounts, which means it'll give people that are on all playing fields the ability, whether they're with a large company working for themselves, to save for retirement, okay? Other two things, online consultations. Hey, expect more virtual doctor visits. You know, just like in 2008, things change. They are here. You will likely see more doctor visits online, right? Like, you know what? On Zoom or Skype or other things like that, that industry was just getting going. And guess what? It's been all magnified tenfold just because of COVID in the last year. You know what? And you're going to see more and more with that. Now, one of the last things I want to talk about is technology. You know what? The establishment of smart homes. So the area of the technophobe, hey, it's gone. My dad's 80 you know what? He got his first iPhone at the age of 84. Never thought he would, but he did. And he's learning how to use it. He learned how to use Skype. He learned how to use Zoom during this pandemic. And you know what? People are going to start connecting not only the video calling, the streaming videos, the user-friendly apps, and retire interconnected with all of this, creating smart homes. And we'll likely see that as the future of the, uh, of the next generation and the generations to come. Stick with us. We'll be right back. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. 
We're going to talk about money, tax reductions, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hello, welcome to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money, pretty much everything under the sun that relates to you having a happier, healthier relationship with money. My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you, first of all, for sharing with you with your friends and family. We have over 600,000 listeners here in the States, and we just got over 60,000 uh, expanding that worldwide. So we're very, very thankful for you all today. We have a wonderful show. But first, I'd like to, you know, last week we have so uh, Sophia Mendel from Value Penguin talking about those dream vacations and how to go about getting them. This week, we're going to be talking about that new legislation is called the Secure Act number two. That's retirement stuff, uh, but also very important. This is kind of our crypto week. Uh, we have, you know, at Gate.io, okay, is the biggest cryptocurrency exchange in the world with over 1,200 different coins, 10 million registered users. We have the chief marketing officer. We have Marie Taddy Wet. <laughs> She's the chief operation officer to help us understand the world of crypto, Bitcoin, NFTs, metaverse, helping us understand market conditions. Boy, there's a lot to unpack here. Marie, I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for being here and sharing your knowledge with everybody. Thanks so much, Steve. I'm always super excited to be on a show that is for crypto newbies because there is so much for you guys to learn. Well, it's always nice to have somebody who has a superpower on cryptocurrency because there's you wouldn't believe how many people have been going to our viewers saying, what about this? How does this work? How does that work? And I'm like, okay, we got about 20 minutes to go through all this, so we might not have enough time. So hopefully you'd be happy enough to come back. But just a little bit about you. You used to be a CEO of a digital marketing company that focused on the blockchain in Hong Kong. Now you're the chief marketing officer. You've worked in the ages, the Americas. You've been all over. I have. Uh, yeah. So I started out having my own marketing agency after having worked for many years. I was using something called 21.co at the time, which I was mostly using to try and get new clients from, but I was earning this thing called Bitcoin. And at the time, it's kind of funny because I thought it was more like a loyalty program, but then I was like cashing some in. And so I ended up being like, hmm, maybe I can like cash this out. And so I started being like, okay, where can I cash this out? And uh, it was like 2016. So it was quite a while ago. And I just ended up going down the rabbit hole about like, what is Bitcoin? I became really interested. And there were lots of tech companies in China who needed like my marketing help. So I started working with them and working with blockchain tech companies as well before finally landing what would be my last gig for my company, which was creating the marketing strategy for Gate.io. And then 
having them ask me to come on board to be their CMO. And because I totally had fallen in love with crypto, I could like not resist. And so off I went. <laughs> it's always great to pursue your passion. So that makes life a lot easier, especially when sometimes we all know in the workforce, we kind of grind through a few days here and there. But you know what? It's really interesting because uh, I was having a conversation about you and your company, uh, more so about um, different clients that I know about over the years, because I have one client who was lucky to, uh, enough to actually buy Bitcoin at $100 a piece. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he saw that, well, actually, he didn't see the value. He just says, you know, what? if it works out, this will be great. And it's great. <laughs> and I also know people who have bought Bitcoin at 60,000 and 30,000. And, you know, some people don't understand what's going on, how it works. I have others that just don't get it. So that's, that's one of the reasons why we want to have somebody here like yourself. And first of all, let's just talk about how Gate.io works. And then let's start, you know, walking through people, how cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and so on. Sure. So Gate.io uh, is one of the oldest cryptocurrency exchanges. We're celebrating our nine-year anniversary this year, which makes us, you know, one of the oldest. Uh, a lot of them have come and gone, been through huge hacks, uh, stolen the money, uh, you know. So there's a there's a quite an adventure if you go and check uh, the latest Netflix uh, on uh, finding, you know, uh, the crypto robber, crypto king, uh, the story of uh, of Quadriga X. Uh, you will see that it's a very, it's very common in the space. So we've been around like a really long time and we've grown a lot with the space. We've been through our own hacks. Uh, we've seen all of the hacks and we've learned a lot from that. And we've always uh, like, you know, been able to reimburse all of our users for anything that might have happened. So real loyalty from our users. But uh, yeah, what does Gate.io do? So Gate.io is a cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, before, we used to do mostly crypto to crypto. So trading Bitcoin for Ethereum or Bitcoin for any of the 1,300 cryptocurrencies that we have on our exchange. In June of last year, we also enabled uh, like fiat transactions or regular money transactions. So you can now buy Bitcoin or Ethereum with your credit card on our platform or with your bank account or like a service provider or something like that. So that's definitely possible. So you can buy the different uh, cryptocurrencies. And if you are interested in like, you know, engaging in more kind of advanced techniques, you can also do like leverage trading. You can do buy NFTs. You can uh, participate also in dollar cost averaging, which I really recommend for any uh, newbie. If you don't, if you kind of want to set it and forget it, then you can just say, okay, I'm going to use the periodic investment plan on Gate.io, and I'm just going to say I want to buy $100 of Bitcoin once a week. And uh, yeah, you just plug it in and it'll do that for you. You can also do some copy trading, find like the traders that perform the best and uh, like copy their trading. There's, yeah, there's a bunch of things that you can do. Uh, but basically 
the uh, main idea is your one-stop shop for crypto trading. So essentially, what you know, if somebody were to go to um, a broker dealer like Schwab or Fidelity, they can buy the different stocks and stuff like that, and do the dollar cost average. And you've set up an exchange so people can do the same thing, but it's just for crypto, which is wonderful. So, Absolutely. So here, here's here's the uh, here's the big thing. How does crypto? You know, people are going. Well, how does it work? Because there's nothing there that backs it up. Uh, and I understand that we went off the, the gold standard. So what really backs up the U.S. dollar? So that's something similar. So how does cryptocurrency work? How does the valuation work? Right. I mean, obviously the valuation depends on how many people are interested in it, right? Supply and demand. What I definitely will say is contrary to the US dollar, uh, most cryptocurrencies and definitely Bitcoin has a limited supply. So we recently just uh mine the nine like 19th million bitcoin but there will only be 21 million bitcoins mined ever and the 21 millionth bitcoin will be mined in 2140 so that's ages from now so you know <laughs> you're going to be there <laughs> yeah there's only two more million bitcoins that are still going to be mined between now and then so there's actually uh only, there's a very limited extra supply that's going to be generated uh so there is definitely that scarcity aspect that's for sure and that is also the case for a lot of other cryptocurrencies not all of them that's why you always have to like make sure you do your own research when you like purchase like a cryptocurrency mm -hmm. but definitely if we're just talking about bitcoin there is actually a very limited supply and i've seen a huge demand we have seen huge companies like tesla and microstrategy and huge huge institutional players take like money from very rich people uh family offices who really want to invest even a small percentage of their uh, capital in crypto. So I've seen the demand really go through the roof. Uh, and I would be personally, I definitely think we will not go into the next cycle. We will not go under 33K okay. uh, because that was the price that Elon Musk bought crypto for, for Tesla and he invested 1.5 billion dollars uh you know in bitcoin at that time last year and uh, i think that'll be the bottom uh for the next cycle uh i'm not saying that we can't go back there uh this cycle still possible but overall what is valuation it's you know supply and demand very little supply huge amount of demand. You guys are smart enough to do that. Okay. Rest. So let me ask you this. There's a term called Bitcoin halves. What's that? The Bitcoin halving is so every four years. So like, like I said, right, there was 21 million Bitcoins that were going to be mined. Uh, how is it possible that Bitcoin is only, you know, 11 years old and already 19 million have been mined, but you're saying only two more million will be mined in the next hundred years or, or so. How is that possible, right? So it's possible through this mechanism called the halving. So every four years, 
the reward that is generated to uh, maintain the blockchain by the miners is halved. So to explain this uh, in a way that you guys will understand, uh, the blockchain is maintained by all of the miners competing to try and solve the algorithmic problem that the uh, Bitcoin machine is throwing at them. And in that way, if they solve the problem, then they win the block. And in this block, there are all the transactions that uh, different Bitcoin uh, exchanges are being made, the different Bitcoin transactions that are being made. Uh, so if you win that block as a miner, then you will win the service fee, but you'll also win the Bitcoin reward. So at the beginning, the Bitcoin reward was much higher, but every four years, there's a Bitcoin halving and the reward is divided in two. So as a, as a result, uh, we're seeing kind of an exponential uh, amount, well, reverse exponential, should I say, um, reward being distributed. Most of the Bitcoin was being distributed at the beginning, which makes sense, right? Because at the beginning, Bitcoin wasn't worth so much money, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that is also why uh, we've seen a lot of uh, the, Bit we call them the Bitcoin cycles. A lot of the value creation with Bitcoin has also been tied to this halving because obviously if there is a halving, then there's less, there's fewer Bitcoins that are being distributed, hence making it more scarce, hence probably increasing its value. Okay. So basically because of this halving and possibly other things where that's the reason why we're seeing the price fluctuation. So the, the halving of affects the supply. Yeah. Obviously, you have to have the demand, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the halving affects the supply and the scarcity. So, okay, so this is wonderful. I'm like all in here. So we're going to have to take a big, so stick with us. We'll be right back with more Marie here at Gate.io talking to us about crypto. We'll be right back in just a moment. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of The Saving with Steve Show. We're gonna be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're gonna talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, 
Steve Sexton. Welcome back to the Saving with Steve show. All the replays are available at savingwithsteve.us. If you're enjoying the stories of helpful information and insight on Saving with Steve, then I encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can never miss a show. Check out a few of our affiliates at UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, AMFM 247. All these networks are dedicated to empowering you to solve problems, uplift your spirit, and live a life of personal and financial freedom. Hey, we're back here with Marie at Gate.io, and we have a whole bunch of more different questions about crypto. Now, there's like 1,300 different cryptocurrencies. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Now, the next part is people keep asking, what is an NFT? (laughs) Right. I know it's a little bit confusing. An NFT is a non-fungible token. So what does that mean? If uh, to compare it to a regular cryptocurrency, they are considered fungible tokens. So one Bitcoin equals one other Bitcoin equals one other Bitcoin. They're all interchangeable. But with an NFT, I can't just like uh, interchange uh, the NFT of uh, my crypto kitty with the NFT of your crypto kitty because they're not the same. Just like I can't say that this piece of art is worth exactly the same as your piece of art, right? So that is what we consider a non-fungible token. There are so many different use cases for non-fungible tokens. Right now, the most uh, popular is collectibles. So what you've seen in the news, uh, crypto punks, or all of these bored apes that you've seen, these like crazy monkeys, Uh, They are the kind of gold standard of NFTs. They'll be, they'll be, they're definitely part of the crypto uh, phenomenon and I think will be for quite a long time. Uh, And also we have seen a lot of celebrities drop their own NFTs kind of as a way to, you know, have their fans appreciate and feel like they're sharing something with their uh, with uh, their favorite celebrity. But these are collectibles, so they're only kind of worth the value that somebody else wants. So it's like buying art. Right, exactly. But there are NFTs that can be used for other things. So for example, maybe if you play a game, you can have an NFT, which is your sword, and that can be considered an NFT and you can use it in the game, but you can actually own it. The point of blockchain technology is that basically you can really own everything that you have. You can keep it on your own a decentralized wallet. That's like the real purpose of like blockchain technology, right? Otherwise you may as well just keep it in a centralized platform. And certainly not everything needs to be decentralized. That's absolutely true. But I do think there's a lot of exciting things happening in gaming. For example, maybe I'll use this sword in a clash of clans, but also if they do a partnership with Candy Crush, for example, I might be able to come and use this sword in Candy Crush as well. So there might be that interoperability. Uh, obviously, maybe Clash of Clans and Candy Crush are not the right examples because they don't. Really that was really good because as I said, you just brought my wife in and my son at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is an example of what 
like an NFT use case might be. There's also all of these metaverses that are being created. And certainly this year has been the year where I've really seen metaverses come more to life. And you can- I'm sorry, I got to know what a metaverse is because I've heard the term a hundred times and I just don't have a clue. (laughs) So a metaverse is a space where you can enter with your avatar and maybe with your NFTs, right? And you're able to go around. All of the metaverses are different, uh, but you know some of them seem more real to or uh, uh, similar to our world. Some of the other uh, metaverses might be more similar to like a game world. Uh, and I do think in the future we'll probably have metaverses that will also be very appropriate for the training world where we might see surgeons or uh, soldiers start uh, training in some metaverses that are specifically designed for, for that purpose. And in which case, of course, the design of the metaverse will probably be really different than say a metaverse that you enter to go play a game, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so-, so you might play you're you're in an NFT inside a metaverse, particularly if you want to build something in the metaverse. And here you're seeing an NFT that actually has a use case, which is you are creating something in the metaverse. And there are a lot of creators already in Sandbox, in Decentraland. And if you are a creator, uh, particularly a digital artist, I really encourage you to go and check it out because lots of opportunities for you guys there. So let's talk current market conditions for crypto. Um, does this, you know, this whole war mm-hmm. thing, socioeconomics, the whole economic thing, how does that affect crypto? Right. Uh, That's a really interesting question. A few weeks ago, it would have been much more difficult for me to say, but it does seem like Ukraine legalized uh, using Bitcoin. Russia hasn't been pushing back too much, which initially we thought they might be. So it actually seems like the war might be, uh, all of the different parties in the war might be using cryptocurrencies to further their own agendas. Uh, So that is more of a use case for these four cryptocurrencies. Uh, That's obviously kind of a a difficult question. We can't imagine a world where uh, Russia would rather have gas or oil be denominated in Bitcoin rather than US dollars. But obviously, we have to see whether that would be a reality or not. Seems unlikely for now, Mm -hmm. but definitely something they would be interested in pushing, I should think. Uh, But overall, in the space, we've recently seen, we were recently in a bear trend, uh, but it seems like we've turned things around. Uh, Recently, we broke out of a triangle. So we seem to be moving upwards. I think this is particularly due to uh, UST. So Terra Luna, uh, they're creating UST, this stable coin. And this stable coin is backed 
buy Bitcoin. And as a result, because they wanted to print more UST, they needed to buy a lot of Bitcoin. And so that means that they really pushed the demand for Bitcoin. Uh, they've been buying up hundreds of millions of dollars of Bitcoin, which has pushed the price further up. Oh, okay. So now, you know what, we've got a few minutes left. Um, I just want to say, hey, if somebody's going to be investing in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, NFTs, metaverse, what, what should they be looking to understand before they make that decision? Because, you know, it's just like any other investments, a currency, a commodity or a stock. What should they be looking at before they make that decision? Absolutely. That's such a great question, Steve. Uh, the first thing I say to everyone is you should understand Bitcoin as a technology before understanding it as an investment. So go and do some research about Bitcoin. I've only uh, explained the very basics, but if you do more research, I think you will understand better what is so powerful about this truly decentralized currency and why it's important that we have Bitcoin. And once you do more learning about Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies, you'll probably also see what's so special about them. They Ethereum is typically referred to as, uh, you know, it like magic internet money. And uh, I do, I do think it's very exciting to see what is being built on Ethereum and a lot of other cryptocurrencies. Uh, so if you go and check them as technologies, then you will be more certain in your investment in them because Bitcoin does go down 50 to 60 to 80%. But if you're certain about your investment in this technology, then you'll have diamond hands, like we say in the industry, and you won't sell at the bottom before it goes back up. So in other words, this is a long-term patience decision that will make the difference. Well, it is long-term for crypto people, but I will say this, for now, until now, anybody who was invested in Bitcoin and has held it for more than four years has always seen a return on their investment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I know a number of people have had it for a long time and they've done very, 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 very well. The people I know that have had it for a short time haven't done as well. And some of those funny commercials that you see are are, are them. But you know what? Um, so they just have to be patient. So you know what, Marie, I want to thank you for joining the show today. This is Marie Talubet. She's with Gate.io. I encourage everybody to go to Gate.io. I've already been on their site. They've got a lot of information and education and tools for people. You want to go check that out. Is there some educational pieces as part of the platform there? Yeah, absolutely. You can go and go on to gate.io and go into the education section. You can also go onto our YouTube channel, the like lots of different staff, myself included, like I host a weekly show on Fridays. And we also have one of our main teachers, like very funny guy who like does all these sketches Really, really great. And I, I will definitely say is the great thing about our education is that we're only really looking to educate you about the different cryptocurrencies. We're not trying to push you into buying any particular one because we have so many of them on our exchange. There's no reason that we would need to do that. 
So right. our information is more objective. Well, the best thing about Gate.io is the fact that there's over 1,200 different cryptocurrencies there. You have for the NFTs, the metaverses. Um, you um, also have over 10 million registered users, which means there's a lot of people coming to your location because that has all the tools and resources that they need. So Marie, again, I want to thank you for being here. Marie's the Chief Marketing Officer for Gate.io. So Marie, thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your show tomorrow. Hopefully we can see you again. Thanks so much for uh, having me on the show, Steve. And if any of you guys have any questions, you can let me know on my Twitter page at M-A-R-I-E-T-A-T-I-B-O-U-E-T. That's my name. That's so hard to spell. Hey, be safe, be healthy. We'll see you. Thank you. Thanks. Everybody, that was Marie Timmer. She is the Chief Marketing Officer at Gate.io. I encourage you, if you're interested in crypto, to go and say hi and see them and get some education at minimum. And with that, that's going to wrap it up for our show this week. You have a great week. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Same place, same channel. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton. To learn more about the show and how to become a guest or sponsor, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Join us again next time as we continue to talk about everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. This has been the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton.